Did you know that each episode of the Digital Irresistible podcast is recorded on video? You can access the video by clicking the episode notes on your podcast player. Scroll to the bottom of the notes and click on the video link. Or just visit the iCore YouTube channel. You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Dennis Wakabayashi. Welcome, Dennis. Hi, hi Bernie. How are you, sir? Doing great. So glad that you're here to join me today on this episode. Dennis, you are known as the global voice of CX. You are one of the leading voices around the world on the topic of customer experience. In 2021, you were a keynote speaker at the World Marketing Summit in Turkey, as well as at the West African CX Summit and the LATAM CX Conference. And you were also a workshop leader at Customer Contact Week in the U.S., and you were the host and MC of CXS, which is Canada's largest annual customer experience. And then more recently in 2022, you were named as the CX influencer for Expo 2020 Dubai. You're also a distinguished speaker at the University of Oklahoma, and you teach digital marketing at the University of Wisconsin at Madison. Dennis, you stay busy. <laughs> wow, that sounded like quite a bit, Bernie. It is, it is. On this episode, Dennis, I'm excited to discuss with you how to create a profitable customer experience based on your book, Laying Golden Eggs, How to Create Profitable Customer Experiences. But before we get to that, let's begin with your backstory. Dennis, tell us your backstory. How did you get to where you are today? Well, Bernie, it's kind of a checkered backstory, if you will. <clears throat> I, I grew up um, in, in the inner city. I was doing graffiti and I did this mural in the neighborhood that said, greatness can start from anywhere. And got, got some national recognition on some news shows and as CEO of a prominent ad agency brought me into the agency. I started as a production artist. I worked my way up to an art director, strategist, creative director, uh, SVP of strategy for uh, a national ad agency. So it's been a long career. All along the way, I've been a, a very curious student of what makes advertising and marketing tick. Why? How do you become profitable using these techniques? And so here I am, I'm sharing my, my thoughts and my adventures with the world. And I'm also teaching students how to do the same. Fantastic. Well, along the way, you clearly fell in love with the customer experience. So I want to begin by asking you, why do you think so many brands and CX professionals are getting the customer journey wrong? You know, I, I, I love that question because the customer journey is a hot topic these days just because of the complexity of omnichannel, the implementation from a corporate culture perspective, assessing the costs and the and the return over time associated with customers in a growing business is a lot to manage and so i think 
it's not that people get a customer journey wrong. I think people more often tackle it inconsistently across different lines of business or different customers within an organization. And so I think what's really missing is a harmony or a unification of customer experiences that matter for an organization when it comes to meeting customer expectations and driving uh, consistent revenue. Okay. Well, in your book, Laying Golden Eggs, How to Create Profitable Customer Experiences, you actually break it down to three components. And I, I love things that are broken down into three components. And those components are reputation, reach, and relationship. So if you would, Dennis, let's unpack each one of those. Let's begin with, of course, the first one, reputation. Sure. So these three experiences, in my experience, unify all of the important touch points that, that connect a brand to a customer. And what's interesting about these three different experiences is social media and algorithms play a large role in each of them in slightly distinctive ways. So you may want to think of them as three different algorithmic ways of approaching experiences while giving the, the accessible terms reputation, reach, and relationship. I, I will say, if we want to unpack relation, uh, reputation, <clears throat> here's what I learned about reputation. I was working for a national burger establishment. I stood across the street from one of the restaurants and I typed in burgers near me. And I could not get the result for our restaurant in the search results on my phone. And that's when I started to realize that the um, reputation has everything to do with the brand, that Google wants to give you the good burgers near you, not any burger. And so reputation plays a big role. As I later started executing for that brand, I would put things into social media that propped up the brand, talked about its good brand equities, and then introduced promotions. And that was much more profitable than just simply... Um, sending out an ad. So reputation plays a dramatic part in everyone's experience today, while it's not traditionally as tangible as most of the other things we measure. And Dennis, since we're talking about creating profitable customer experiences, then can I then bridge to then if a brand has a strong reputation, then customers are willing to go out of their way to buy from them, even if their pricing is a little higher than their competition? I think that's exactly true. Traditionally, that's been the case. However, what I think I expand upon in the book is that if you don't have a good reputation, customers can't even find you these days. iCore can build a unified omni-channel CRM that provides a 360-degree view of the customer and their interactions, allowing companies to deliver a highly personalized, efficient resolution and consistent brand experience wherever work is happening. Smile with iCore. Learn more at iCore.com. Interesting. Okay. I think I see a bridge to the second experience pillar, reach. So do you want to unpack that one? Exactly. So continuing upon the same burger example, what I also found was when we put promotions into social media, we would say a dollar off a coupon, a dollar off a particular product, we would find a huge backlash in social media 
of people criticizing um, the restaurant or the burgers. And I think that's to be expected to some degree on the internet now that we have so many voices. So some of it's expected. However, what I started to realize is by building a strong reputation ahead of reaching, sending out ads to promote the restaurant, the combination of a good reputation and reach actually drove customer care costs down by responding to negative comments in the internet. And it also drove sales up. And so what I try to illustrate in the book is there is a strong relationship between how well your reputation is and to what degree you can reach customers. Because we are using algorithms, using these uh, uh, forms of scaled communication to connect with people on the internet requires that we have a good reputation, that we reach them authentically. And that is what builds the long-term relationship, which is where customer lifetime value and revenue really lies. Okay. And, and in the context of reach, are, are you also measuring or discussing the fact that a brand can reach its customers? You mentioned omni-channel through so many different channels. What, what's that factor in, in that whole equation? Bernie, you're exactly right. There's more ways to connect with people, humans than ever. I think our phone gives us limitless numbers of ways to connect with customers. What I think is important about that is many, if not all of the ways we reach customers through the phone are measurable. So by building a strong reputation, by reaching customers across a vast number of channels and converting them to a relationship through use of technology, you essentially are adopting a the underpinning strategy of business, which is more like a subscription model than a retail model. So here in, line, here in this process, we see loyalty as a key attribute of the relationship or the experiences that brands are having with customers at scale. Okay. Well, clearly you've already bridged to relationship, which is that third pillar. So let's unpack that a little further, Dennis, because I mean, I'll preface my, my question on it by saying sort of the obvious, and that is it's a very noisy world out there, right? There's so much content across all these digital channels. How does a brand develop and sustain relationships with its customers? You know, that, thanks for the bridge there. You know, um, relationship, the relationship part of my book and, and the relationship part of the experience is where when a brand, particularly enterprise brands at scale, want to drive incremental revenue year over year, the one of the best systems they can use is a customer experience strategy that accounts for building relationships long term. We see these relationships cultivated most easily in email and loyalty programs. However, many modern brands have become sophisticated in their understanding of how to use social media to convert to e-commerce. So we see the digital channels being the fulcrum or the main element in, in most customer experience plans that drive consistent revenue at scale. I mean, in other, in other ways, you could describe the relationship experience as revenue at scale. 
What about the industry factor? And you're experiencing working with brands across a variety of industries. Have you seen any industries that are doing a better job of this or maybe even, dare I say, have an easier time doing it than, say, other industries? You know, I think newness to the market is uh, an interesting dynamic there. Newer companies, startups, who, who can start from a new technology base of acquiring customers, building relationships with customers, having social relationships with them to build their reputation. Newer companies, startups tend to have an advantage because they're not built on legacy technology systems. I think what I've seen is over time, the bigger the brand is, the more customers they have, the more integrated their customers are into their technology, the more difficult it is to advance the additional technological opportunities that are available to them. And so in that way, smaller companies tend to get the creme de la creme of technology and I think move faster. In terms of a brand and a type of customer base, if I'm being thoughtful about your question, Bernie, I would say business to business brands can move on customer experience a little bit more quickly because they're typically inbound marketing organizations. And I think business to consumer brands have a greater degree of opportunity for profitability, but they're a little slower to ramp up CX as a practice. Okay. And what is the role of the customer journey uh, among these three pillars of building reputation, reach, and relationship? Back back to your first question of, of why do people get it wrong or how do they, they conceptualize it wrong in terms of how I perceive it? Bottom line, Bernie, a customer journey should connect reputation, reach, and relationships for a customer and a brand. It's that simple. You can have multiple touch points throughout that journey, but three simple touch points in each of those experiences connected together with transparent, actionable data is the basis of scaling CX for any organization, large or small. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Well, Dennis, I'm going to transition to our final question. And our final question is actually a fun question. We have a tradition here on the Digitally Irresistible podcast. All right. We always want to know when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun? Well, if you ask my family and my coworkers, they would say I work for fun and I'm because I'm always working. However, I would have agreed with that statement up until a week ago. Last week was my birthday and my family bought me a VR headset and there's this game called Beat Saber and that is my new favorite pastime when I'm not working. Wow, that sounds like fun. And just a week ago, so we 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 bear witness to this new chapter of fun in your life. Yes. Fantastic. Well, Dennis, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me here today on uh, this episode of the Digitally Resistible Podcast. Uh, every brand on the planet wants to build a profitable customer experience, and uh, this method of building reputation and developing reach and building relationship with customers 
is the the path to building profitable customer experiences. I want to encourage people to um, check out your book and learn more about you. And uh, why don't you tell us, give us a little shout outs to, you know, where can people connect with you online and know more about what you've got going on in your world? You know, they can <clears throat> certainly can connect with me at DennisWakabayashi.com on LinkedIn, Dennis Wakabayashi. And I, Bernie, if I may, I just want to say one thing about the book. The book is, it's a very thin read. It's, it's really like a rant from me about um, all these things that I've experienced. There are some stories in there, but I do like to say, if these are my words that came directly from me. This was just simply one, one burst of content from me and my greatest effort to simplify and authentically explain how I came to my conclusions and how they might help people. So I just want to say that um, it's a pleasure to talk about the book because I don't talk about it much on podcasts. So thank you, Bernie. Well, thank you for sharing that, Dennis. I appreciate that. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.